Gemara on the top of Davdalad, right at the beginning. Gemara is discussing the way a person speaks to use a clean, pure language. And also the Gemara's last point we said was that if there's chas v'shalom, any bad news, you shouldn't be the one to de- deliver that news. And you should say it in a roundabout way that people will understand. Gemara brings another incident to prove this point. Rav bar Achve de Rabchia. Rav was the son of the brother of Rabchia, and he was also bar Achse, also the son of his sister. As Rashi explains that uh, his father was Aivu, which was Rabchia's brother from his father, and his mother's name was Ima, which was Rabchia's sister from the mother. So Kisalik Lahasam, when he went uh, to Eretz Yisrael, Omale so Rabchia says to him, when he met Rav, Rabchia says to him, um, Evu Kayam, is Evu, is Evu still alive? He wanted to know if his brother Evu is still alive. So he didn't answer him directly. Why didn't you ask me whether Ima, which is your sister, whether she's still alive? So he asks him, Ima Kayemes, is my sister Ima still alive? So again, Rav didn't want to answer because they apparently both had passed away. So he says to him, Evu Kayam, did I answer you yet whether Evu was alive? So he understood that he's avoiding answering whether they're alive or not, so he understood that they passed away. So he tells, here, this place to sit here. He tells the servant, take off my shoes. In other words, he knew that he has to do Avelos, that his brother and sister, he just found out, had passed away. So he says, take off my shoes. And, but he said right afterwards, but take, me, take my clothing for me to the bathhouse and I'm going to go take a bath. In other words, he's going to do Avelis, but immediately interrupt, stop his Avelis and go take a bath. So the Gemara says that you can see from this incident three things. Besides the obvious thing that you see over here, that you shouldn't be the one to deliver negative uh, news, but from the Hanhaga of Abchia, uh, you see three things. One thing you see over here is Oval Asub in Ilas Asandal. An Oval is not allowed to wear shoes. And the Mepharshim say it's that this, that this halacha that an oval doesn't wear shoes is obvious, but the chiddush over here is, even in such a case where you find out about the fact that someone passed away and you have to be an oval a long time later, not when it happens, and that's what's called shmur chayka. You could have found out about this maybe even years later, but still, the avelus applies and also regarding not wearing shoes. Shmamina, but another thing we see here is shmur chayka, when you find out something much further away, later than it happened, so the Avelis is not seven days. The Avelis is just one day. And Shmamino, a third thing we see over here is The Avelis of one day doesn't have to be a full day. Just a little bit of the day. That's the Lashon. Just a small time. That's enough for the Avelis. And therefore right after this he wanted to teach his students. He wanted to show them this halacha. So he tells his servant right after he took off his shoes. Come, we're going to take a bath. Ahudamar, the Gemara concludes with another two points where you see from the way a person speaks who he is. Dunudini. Anytime he gets into any discussion or argument with anybody, he would always say, Come, we're going to Adintaira. I'm taking you to Adintaira. He would always say that. So Amri, people said about him, Shmami We can see that this person comes from Shevet Don. The Chsev regarding Don, it says, Don Yodin Shifte Yisrael. Don will be the, from Don will come the judges of Yidin. Hahu, there was another person, Davaka Ozov, Yama, he would go at the uh, by the water. 
by the, uh, by the beach, by the water, and he would He would say, he would always talk about the fact that he wants to build himself beautiful palaces and live by the, by the water. Botku, they uh, looked into him, and they found the Mizvulun Kasi, that he came from Zvulun. Zvulun Yamim Yishkain. Zvulun was a merchant from Shevet Zvulun, comes all the merchants, and they live by the water to be able to do business. Okay, that's, this concludes the whole sugya that started with the discussion of the word Eir. Why does the Mishnah say the word Eir and not Leil? That you have to use a, a more purer Lashen. Now we finally come back to the Mishnah itself. So now that we've concluded that everybody agrees that the meaning of Eir is the evening. The evening of Yudala, that's when the time of Dikis Chometz is. So the question is, Mechti, let's see. Bein le Rabbi Yudah, Bein le Rabbi Meir, both according to Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Meir, Chometz eino oser ela misheisho eselamayla. When is the Isim and Atayra of Chometz? It starts out of Pesach, Chatzay's time. Now there's a machlekes between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Meir, which we're going to learn on Daf Yud Aleph, where the Gemara discusses there's a Gzeirah mit Rabbonon, that starts before Chatzay's. One opinion is that it starts one hour before Chatzay's, and another opinion is that it starts two hours before Chatzayis, as we'll see soon, we'll learn in Mitzvah Shem. But the point is, Lekula Alma, Chatzayis is the time when Atayda, when the Issa starts. If so, the question is, why wouldn't we do the Bedike at the beginning of the sixth hour, which would be one hour before Chatzayis? Why do you have to do the Bedike the night before? Do the Bedike by day, out of Pesach, an hour before you have to burn the Chomets, and then you do bedike, you burn the chametz. Why the night before? Says the Gemara, v'chitem is reason makdim ala mitzvahs. Now, if you're going to say that there's reason, there's a concept of reason makdim, that if you wanted to do a mitzvah, do it the earliest uh, time possible. So therefore, they established to do it the night before. Says the Gemara, no nivdek mitzafra. If it's based on the concept of reason, it should be done in the morning, not before the morning. Because when it comes to the concept of Zrizin, we see that you only go to that morning, not to the night before. By a bris, what does it say by the bris? So by Yemashmini Yimel Bisarar Lasai. The bris is on the eighth day. Vitanya, in the Braisa, it says, Kolayem Kule Koshalamila. The bris could be done the entire day. Elishes Rizim Akdimula Mitzvah, Zrizin do the bris in the morning. Shanem Avayashkim Avram Babaika. Avram got up in the morning for the mitzvah of Akeda, so he got up in the morning, even though he got the command the night before. So why didn't Avram go already that night? As soon as the Ebishter told him to do the Akedah, why didn't he go that night? The answer is because the, the reason Magdimen is in the morning. So the same thing should be over here, when get to the mitzvah of Bedikas Chometz, why shouldn't it be done that morning? Why the night before? So this concept of reason Magdimen regarding to the Bris, just to point out, I mean, this is of course the way we uh, do it today. You make the Bris in the morning, but there are situations where you can make the Bris in the afternoon. There's a letter from the Rebbe where it discusses a situation where you have the option of making it in the morning with a very small crowd, or you'll make it later in the afternoon and more people will be able to participate. And there's a hidder in the mitzvah when more people join the bris. So what takes, what's, what's a greater advantage? The Indian of Zrizim Magdimin or the Indian of Beroiv Am Hadras Melech? So the Rebbe writes, I believe it's a letter from the Rebbe to the Rav of Krachabad, he, he writes to him that there's a very big swara to say that Beroiv Am Hadras Melech is a stronger Indian than Zrizim Akdimul and Mitzvahs, and the Rebbe brings rise for it. And if you want to make a bris in the afternoon, and you can make it a bigger Suda and whatever, people don't come in the morning to bris, they come, they rush, they come in and out, there's definitely an Indian to make it in the afternoon. Okay, another thing to point out over here regarding what the Gemara is saying, the Gemara is bringing up Zrizim Makdimin. Now, is Zrizim Makdimin an obligation? Zrizim Makdimin is 
if you want, if you want to be a Zodis, it's not an obligation. But here we're discussing the Zman, the Zman of Bedike, which is an obligation. And actually we'll see soon that it's a very serious obligation, the Zman of Bedike, the Altareb actually in Shulchan Aruch says that if a person misses the Zman of the Bedike, he's called an Avarian. He was over on the Takanas of Chazal. It's not just a concept of Zrizim, but you really have to do it at that time and, 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 and the night of Yudalad. So the Altareb explains, when the Gemara brings up Zrizim Magdimin, it doesn't simply mean Zrizim Magdimin. Chazal are looking to choose and establish a time. And what's unique about the Zman of Bedike Zcham, it's unlike any other mitzvah, Zman of Adikas Chametz, people don't realize this, Alter Rebbe makes a very amazing point. The Zman of Adikas Chametz has a haschala of a Zman when you have to do it, but there's no safe Zman. There's no safe Zman for Bedika. Meaning, if you didn't do Bedika Leil Yadalad, you do it the next day. If you didn't do it the next day, you do it in the middle of Pesach. If you didn't do it in the middle of Pesach, you have to do it after Pesach as well. We'll see in the Mishnah later. Because you have the Chametz that's over all over Pesach, you're not allowed to use and have that Chametz Bechlal. So whenever, if you didn't do Bedika, the, the mitzvah of Bidika will never end until you actually do it. So because the mitzvah of Bidika doesn't have a tchil azman, a seif zman that is, like every other mitzvah of tefillah, whatever it is, it always has a seif zman, Sachachamim established at least a tchil azman, that a person should know he must do it at this time. So when the Gemara is bringing up Zrizim Magdimin, the Gemara is only using the concept of Zrizim Magdimin to figure out why Chazal chose this time. But once they chose the time, it's an obligation, you must do it at that time. So the Gemara says, it's not, the Maskana here, the Gemara says, no, it has nothing to do with Zerizim Akdim, it's something else. The reason for why Bedik is done in the evening is because that's when people come home from work, that's when people are found in their houses. And and at night, you have the Oiraner, which shines beautifully, and you could, uh, you could search in all corners, and wherever you have to search with the Oiraner. So the Altarev explains the Pshat that the Gemara here is bringing two different things. It starts off with and then it says What this means is a person gets home, it's usually not dark yet. We had before in the first daf of this Masechta that a person should come home when it's still light outside. So a person comes home, it's still light outside. Really the mitzvah of Bedikah should be as soon as you get home. Because that's when people are got home before you get busy with eating or learning or doing something else. But because it's not dark yet, so if you're going to light a candle, you're not, you're not going to be able to use the light of the candle to be baidik, so you have to wait a month of time until it gets dark enough to be able to use the candle. So that's why it says, people get home, but then you have to wait until it's dark. So the Gemara explains, now that learns, should not have his shear at that time, but the place nagi arbeisa. The night between the 13th and the 14th, when he gets home, so he has the, that time that he has to wait in order to do the bedike, he shouldn't make a shir to learn then. Dilma mashchele shmaite, because his learning will draw, he'll get drawn into his learning, mitzvah, and he might, be, he might not end up doing the mitzvah of bedike. So it's this half hour, al says it's a half hour, you get home by shkia time, but it's not dark yet, really this is the zman of the mitzvah already. But practically you can't do it yet because the night is not here yet, so the candle won't shine bright. So in that time, you're not allowed to learn. The question was asked from Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. This is a different subject, but because it was Rav Nachman by Yitzchak that said the previous halacha, so the brings another boy that was asked from him. You're renting your house to your friend, Barbaasar, on the 14th of Nisan. Al mi livdaik, who has to do the bedike? Al maske livdaik, does the maske have to do the bedike? 
It's his house, and the chametz in his house belongs to him. Does he have to do the bedikah? The chamire dideyu, it's his chametz. Or perhaps the seicher that's renting the house, he has to do the bidiki, the isura b'rishusikai. Because now the chametz is going to be in his possession, he's renting the house. Who has to do the bidiki here? So two points regarding what the Gemara's question here is. Rashi points out, if we're talking about a case where a person has an obligation to get rid of this chametz minatayra, what case would that be? He didn't do any bittel. We learned, I mentioned in the beginning of the Masechta, minatayra, bidiki is not required. You could just be mevatel the chametz. You say kol chamira v'chamia, and you yaitze the mit minatayra. You're not over anything. But here says Rashi, if Argamara was talking about a situation where the person did not do any bittul and he must do the bedikim minatayra, the Gemara wouldn't have any question. For sure, the masker is the one that's the owner of the chametz. It's his house. He has to do the bedikim. The question over here is, the bittel was done already in the The masker was mevatel all this chametz. And now we're talking about the takonim rabbonon to get chametz out of your house. For various reasons. We learned, I mentioned before, Teisvah says, so you shouldn't come to eat it. Whatever the reason is, but there's a takonim rabbonon. The question is, this takonim rabbonon, who was it placed upon? Was it placed on the masker and the seicher? Another point is, in our Gemara it says that the question is regarding our ba'asar. But there's a machlaikas rishayinim about this. The, somebody showing him, it's Mashma from Rashi, the Ran says that this is what happened, that he rented the house on Yudal Nissen. Taisus here says, when it says in the Gemara, Yudalid, it doesn't mean, sorry, and that's Taisus' opinion actually, that he rented the house on Yudalid. Other Rishayim, however, say it doesn't mean he rented the house on Yudalid. You rented the house on Yudalid, for sure the Masker has to do it. When's the time of Vedikas Chametz? We just finished saying, the time of Vedikas Chametz is the night before. You rented him on, on Yudalid? So the mosque should have done the bedik already. It's his obligation. When it says in the Gemara Yudalit, it means you rented the house to him for the purpose of Yudalit. His rental is going to begin Yudalit. You already made the deal with him before for the purpose of Yudalit. That's what the Gemara means to say. And that, that's the question, who has to do the bedik? That was a question. Huh? The what? The balabot, the mosque. Why? It's his deal. No, but, you, but, but when, the Zman, when the Zman of the Iser, when the Zman of the Iser is going to come, the Seicha is going to be the one living there. So maybe the Takon of Chazal, when Chazal and Mesakim Bedike, they put the Chiyuv of their Takon on the person that's actually going to get, live their Pesach time. That's the Shailah. The Shailah is when they get the Takon of Chazal. Minatayre for sure, it's on the owner. But when Chazal added this additional Takon that you have to get rid of the Chametz, who was it placed upon? That's the Ikashailah here. That's what Rashi says. So the Gemara first tries to bring a rai from mezuzah. Toshema, amaske bayis lachaveroi. You rent your house to your friend. Alaseicha lasses le mezuzah. Who has to put up the mezuzah? Not the owner, the renter. So just like there, the renter puts up the mezuzah. We could say the same thing here. Chazal, when they made the takon of bedike, it goes on the renter. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a comparison. The whole point of the mezuzah is for the benefit of the person that's living there. Rashi brings over the pasuk that says mezuzah beisecha. It's a shmirah for the person that's living there. So the one that's actually living there is using the shmirah of the mezuzah. So the mitzvah is his. But over here, when it comes to the takon of chachamim, lavdafka chachamim placed that takon on the guy that's living there. But the fact is, the, the owner owns the chametz. Maybe the takon was placed on him. So you can't bring a rai from mezuzah. Hochamai. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, Tanina. We learned this in a b'raise. Hamas kebayis lachaveda. You rent the house to your friend. Imat shaloi masalei mafteches chalabasar. If the Yudalad Nissen enters and you haven't yet given him the keys to the house, 
So then, who does the bedike? Al maskil of doik. The mask still has the keys. He's the one that has to do the bedikah. But if you gave him the keys, and then our basa comes, so then Allah He has the keys. He's the one that has to do the bedikah. So over here again in the pshat of the, the keys, there's a machlekes rishayim. What this means? Rashi learns the pshat is the key is the kinyan. So what this brayse is saying is it depends when the kinyan was made. If it was made before this man of the bedike, so the seicher does the, the mitzvah. If it was done after, then the mitzvah lies on the owner that had, had the ownership at the time of the mitzvah. Teisvis, however, learns the pshat differently. That the mesira samavteach, Teisvis points out usually in Shas, we don't find mesira samavteach being a Kenyan. Mesira samavteach is not a kind of a Kenyan, b'chlal. So Teisvis says the Kenyan was made already. What this Bryce is telling you is he already made the Kenyan before. However, even though the Seicher already acquired his rights to the rental, nevertheless, if he doesn't have access, if he doesn't have the key, so then the mask is still going to have to do the bedike. You didn't give me the keys. If he got the keys on time, then the Seicher is going to have to do the bedike. That's what we're talking about. But the Kenya was made already. And the Altareb Shulchan Aruch, Paskins like, like Pesos is shitta, that even if the Kenya was made, the question <coughs> though is who has access to enter into the uh, house at the time of the bedike. Another question asked from You rent your house to your friend on your Nissen. Now the question is, This house that you rented from somebody on Erev Pesach, could you assume that the Bedika was already done or not? So the Gemara says, Why are you asking such a question? Ask the, ask the owner, did, did he clean it out for you or not? What was the deal that you made with him? So the Gemara says, No, the less this guy is not here, you can't ask him, you can't reach him. So you have to know now what to do. So this renter comes into the house, he was told that he's renting a house for Pesach, it's going to be all clean, he opens up one of the cabinets and he discovers, oh, there's chametz here. And he's now he's not sure what happened, is this just an oversight and that's the chametz that he found, or maybe the whole house wasn't clean. Is he going to have to go and do bedike? This is, we will learn this in a Braise. We can trust anybody when it comes to, to the Bidika and Bir Chomets. If you have a question regarding a location, whether the Bidika was done, you can trust anybody for this. Usually these are people that are Pasala Eidos. In this case, you can trust them. For Bidika, you can trust them. Now, my time why could you trust them? Love, don't you think the reason is, what are we talking about over here? Mishum we're talking about on Yudalad Nisan, where there's a chazake, we assume that the bedika was done. So therefore, if any of these individuals that usually are not trusted come and say the bedika was done, we could rely on them. The kesavar hakel chaveidim heim, eitzel bedikas chametz. Because we assume and we say that everybody is uh, considered to be chaveidim. Chaveidim is a term that's usually used by Trumas and Maestris, that a, a person that fulfills his obligations. So when it comes to Yudalad Nisan, we could assume that the owner did the mitzvah. And therefore we could rely on anyone that this was done. The Tanya, similar to what we learned by Maestris actually. Chavish Ames, we have a person that's a chaver, a person that's always careful in doing his uh, obligations properly, and he passes away. He leaves over a drawer full of fruits. Even if those fruits, they were picked on that day, or you finished the process of what had to be done with them, that it should be obligated in Maisa that day. We could assume that this person that just passed away probably took care of the Maisa that he had to. 
Because he's a chavar. A chavar person, we can rely on him. The same thing regarding bedikah. You rent a house, you could rely, you dialed nissen, that the bedikah was done. That's the pshat that the Gemara learns from this price. So the Gemara challenges this. Now who says? Umimai. How do you know the pshat here is that we rely on everybody that the bedikah was done? Dilme shani hacha. Maybe over here, the reason why we're relying on the bedikah is from the kamri hani. Because someone's telling you that the bedikah was done. What was the question we asked over here originally? A person rents the house on Yudalit and he has nobody to ask. He has no idea. The question is, what can we assume? The Braise you just quoted says, true, he doesn't have proper aiders to let him know, but at least he has somebody. He has Noshim, Avad, and Ketanim. Somebody is going to tell him what happened. Maybe that's the reason why we could rely on them. Says the Gemara, no, that can't be. These people are telling you, a cotton, a child, an Evid. They're telling you that the Bidika was done. Does that have any substance? Could we rely on them? Not, their words are usually not trustworthy. So the Gemara says back, Elamai, so what are you going to say? The Cheskosei Boduk, that any time you rent a house on Yudalit, we assume that the Bidika was done. So if so, the Braise that we quoted is, doesn't say it right. Haya Kelnemonim, why does the Braise say that anybody is believed to tell you that the Bidika was done? Kol Habatim, Becheskes Bedukim, Ba'arba Osami why doesn't the Braises say very clearly? Once it comes Yudalid, you rent the house and you enter on Yudalid, you could assume that the Bidik is done. Why are we talking about that, that uh, children or somebody is letting you know about this? El Amai. So therefore the Gemara comes back to what it says before. You're going to have to say, Mishuma Miridahani, that it's because there are somebody, there are these children that are telling you that the Bidik was done. Halayomrihani, Loi. But if they wouldn't tell you, then the bedike, I could not rely on the fact that the house is badok. So then if so, now the Gemara says the exact opposite. So let's learn out from this b'raise, tifshait minei, we could resolve from this b'raise, the enchas badok. When you rent the house and you dial it, your assumption should be that the bedike was not done. Unless somebody's going to come and tell you, even a child, even an eved, even noshim, unless someone's going to tell you, you cannot rely on the bedike being done on your dalit. Okay, so the other Gemara says, Loi, no, this Braise is not a Raya. This Braise is talking about a different case. Loi, Lamei, Malach, really I'll tell you, Cheskasei, Boduk. If you rent a house on Yudalad Nissen, you could assume that the Bidika was done. And this is the way we paskin, Cheskasei, Boduk. But for Hocha, B'maya, Skinon, in this Braise, the case over here was, the Muchziklon, the Loi, Boduk. It was a case that you knew that the Bidika was not done before. The deal that you made with the owner that you rented the house from, you didn't make up with him that the bedikah is going to be done. So the chazaka was that the bedikah is not going to be done. The ka'amri hani, now these people are cotton, even a child that comes along and tells you that the house is baduk, what's happening here? They are coming and telling you, but kine, we did the bedikah, we checked the house for you. Mao the tame said, I would think to say, Leilam nu. I shouldn't, loylem ninu, Rabbanon. The Rabbanon do not trust. Rabbanon made their takana that you have to do bedike. I wouldn't trust a child. I wouldn't trust them to tell you that they did the bedike. If you know that the owner didn't do the bedike, and one of his kids comes and tells you, I did the bedike, or his wife comes and tells you, I cleaned out the house. Could you rely on them? I would say you can't. Kamash Malan, the chidashir is, kivin, the bedike is chametz med since the entire a mitzvah of doing bedike, the, the obligation to do bedike is only medirabonon, the medoiraisa, bebitol ba'alma sagi, this is a very fundamental point, Shagamara mentions here, and it's negated to the whole first few blood here, medoiraisa, you do not need to do bedike at all. 
Midairaisa, you just say Kol Chamira Vachamia, you mavatl the Chametz, and it's done. Bebitl Baal Mesagile, Hemnu Rabbanon, Bid Rabbanon. So the Rabbanon that instituted this Chiyov to do Bedike, they rely on even Avadim, Nashim, Ketanim to tell you that the Bedike was done. Chachamim were Mekel and said that we can believe these people even though regarding something Menatayre, where you need a proper Eidos to tell you something, you don't rely on any of these people, but nevertheless, since it's a Takana Medirabana, we rely on them to let you know that the Bidika was done. So the conclusion of the Gemara is, a house that you rent on your Dalit, you don't need anyone to tell you anything. You could assume that the Bidika was done. In a case where you know the Bidika wasn't done, and then these individuals come and tell you that the Bidika was done, you could rely on them. So here there's a famous Taisvis on this uh, line that the Gemara says, Midairaisa, Bibitl Baal Masagi. So here's the big Machlaikis Rishainim. What is the concept of Bittl? What's the source of Bittl? And what's the concept of Bittl? And the basic Machlaikis here is Rashi says that Bittl is learned out from the word Tashbisu. When the Torah talks about getting rid of Chomets, it doesn't say Tevaru, which is the word that's usually used to burn, to get rid of, to, to destroy it. And the Torah uses the word Tashbisu. And therefore Rashi says, Hashbasa Belevi Hashbasa. The Tashbisa takes place in your heart. If you in your heart consider the Chometz to be like dust, so for you, the value of this Chometz is the same as the value of dust. The Ramban here speaks about this by Riches. He says the Chometz, the bitl of Chometz takes place in your heart. It's your attitude. If you consider it to be dust, that's what the Chometz is for you, and therefore you can keep it in your house, Manatayra. Taisus disagrees. Taisus says, no, you don't learn it out from Tashbisu. Taisus brings a few rays to this. And instead, Taisus says, the bitl medairaisa that works is learned out from the fact that when the Taita writes the Isra of Bal Yerah it says, Lo as we'll see in the next plot in the Gemara, that the Chometz is only Asr if it, you own it, if it's yours. If you mafke the Chometz, Chometz which is Hefker, you're allowed to have in your house, in your possession. So over here, the concept of bitl is, when you say, Kochamire <laughs> v'chamire, so you say it should be hefker, right? We actually say in the Bittl of Chalmers, you say both Lashinas. It should be hefker <coughs> and ka'afra da'ara. But Taisus holds that the concept of Bittl is that you're mafke the Chalmers. You, you, you don't own it anymore. If you mafke the Chalmers, so therefore it's, you're not over because you're only over a Chalmers that belongs to you. That's the Machlaikas Lashinim regarding Bittl min which will come up again in Mitzvah, we'll see. Min ha'tayra. Min ha'tayra. That's a gzayra mit that's all exayda mit rabbanam. Menatayra, there's no such a thing. Bidika is... Well, if you don't do bitl, then the bidika is menatayra. So for example, Bismana Zeh, when we are doing the bidika, Bishas were doing the bidika today, you didn't yet do the bitl. The bitl comes afterwards. So Bishas, you're doing bidika, you are technically doing a mitzvah menatayra. You're going to do bitl tomorrow, so then it comes out that the bidika wasn't necessary. But Bishas, you're cleaning for Pesach. Our bidika today is a very prolonged bidika. The Amos says when the Gemara discusses bidika, the Gemara means in the literal sense, you come to the house, you didn't do any cleaning before that, you come, you do bidika right here. That's when you start cleaning and that's when you do bidika, especially you're talking in those times. People had one, two, three rooms, what do they have? So you do bidika, leil yudal, that's when you clean your house. Right? And especially the way we do bidika today, we'll see in the Hamshach of the Gemara. That you, many times you do bedikah today, you're doing bedikah in rooms that are mokim she'ein machnisim pechametz. You basically you clean the whole room ready. It's pesach. Like what are you doing bedikah for? Right, so you're doing bedikah has to be in an area which is machnisim pechametz. Okay, we'll see more about that when we get later. But the point is that minat you can just do bittel and there's no obligation for bedikah. So bal yirei bal yimatzah that says 
so, so strongly this lashon means you can leave around bread. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, only lecha, because it has to be lecha, has to be owned by you. If you mafkir it, so then you could leave the chametz in your house. Another question about a renter. You rented your house to your friend. And you actually told him, I'm renting you a clean house. Clean house for Pesach. You enter into the house and you realize the Bedika wasn't done. It's full of chametz. What's that loch? Do I consider the entire deal to be a mekech you told me one thing, and it turns out that there's chametz there. Oh, Eloi, or it's not a mekach tos. Toshemas, the Gemara says. And huh? what? And what? And he has to going to have to pay you back for the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing, you can ask for your money back. Like every mekach tos. Whatever the Allah is by mekach tos, you get your money back, and the whole uh, rental is not the... If he, doesn't, if he doesn't have a choice, he's going to have to live the Pesach, but he might have to hire someone, a cleaning company, to come and do the Bedikah, and he's going to have to pay for him. So, the Gemara Toshama, the Omar Abaye, Abaye said, Needless to say, in a place where it's not the custom to hire someone and pay someone to do Bedikah for you, and you just do Bedikah yourself, if you end up in a situation where you, did, where you have to do the bidiki yourself, a person is okay, he's fine, he's happy to do a mitzvah himself, begufe with his own body, and therefore it will not be a mekechtos. Even in a place where you have to pay to do the bidiki, the mekech will not be a mekechtos because a person is ready and interested and happy to do a mitzvah, even if it will cost him money, and therefore it will not, consider, it will not make the mekech a mekechtos. As Rashi here says, if the person would have known before he got to the house that the bidika won't be done, we assume that the person would have taken the, set, the rental anyways because a person is nichele to do the mitzvah. And therefore, it's not a mekechtos. Okay, but pile mamish. I mean, this is brought in Shulchan Aruch. This is the way the Allah applies today. Yeah. Okay, one more shtickle here in the Gemara. Tanan Osam. So now the Gemara comes back to the point that we started with. What did we start with? The Zman of the Mitzvah Bedikah. So the Gemara said that the Zman of the Mitzvah Bedikah, Chachamim were Makdimit, Telel Yedal. But really, when does the Isim and start? The Isim and starts at Chatzais on Erev Pesach. So here the Gemara is going to bring the source for this. Where do we see in the Taita that it starts on Chatzais Yudalad? And there's going to be a whole sugi here. This Gemara is going to go through three, four, maybe even five opinions from where, we know, where do we know this. So Tanan Asam, so now the Gemara brings back the Mishnah, and this is going to be on Daf Yud Aleph, where it says as follows. Rav Meir, Rav Meir says, you can eat chametz the entire fifth hour. In the beginning of the sixth hour, which is one hour before Chatzais, that's when the Takana of Midrabanan begins that you have to get rid of your chametz. It's at the sixth hour, at the end of the sixth hour, which is Chatzais. Midrabanan, it's one hour before. That's Rab Meir's opinion. Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, you can eat until the end of the fourth hour, which means already two hours before Chatzais. You have to stop eating chametz, and this is the way our minig is today. We pass like Rabbi Yehuda. V'taylin kol chamesh. And in the, in the fifth hour, until the end of the fifth hour, which is one hour before chatzais, you're not allowed to eat chametz, but you still don't have to burn your chametz. You can still have enough from your chametz. You can burn your chametz until one hour before chatzais. V'sarifin b'tchilas sheish. 
But the Kula Alma, Mia. However, they all agree. Chametz Mishay Shoy Salamayla Osser. That the Isim and Atayr of Chametz starts when? From the sixth hour, from the end of the sixth hour, which is the Isim and Atayr. Minalon. What's the source for this? Omar Abaye says Abaye as follows. Trey Kroik Sivi in the Atayr regarding the Isra of Chametz, it says Tupsukim. Ksiv, in one Pasuk it says, Shivas Yomim Seorle Yamatsibivatecha. Seven days, lo yimotze. This is the Balirah by Yamatsi. You shouldn't have Chametz in your house for seven days. Uksiv, in another Pasuk it says, Ach, Vayoyimarishain, Tashbisusarmi Batechem. On the first day, you should burn your Chametz. So Rashi says that the question Abai is asking over here is if you can't have Chametz seven days, how are you burning it on the first day? Seven days, it means it has to be gone from before. So there's sort of a contradiction here. One Pasuk says seven days. Another Pasuk says, you burn it on the first of the seven days, so it's not seven complete days. That's Rashi. Taisus disagrees with this. Taisus says, no, the Gemara is not asking this contradiction, because as long as the person is uh, burning his chametz, so that's, you have the obligation not to have it for seven days, and you burn it from the beginning. That's, that's, that the Gemara is not asking a stira. The Gemara is asking that the Pasuk, Ach Erishan Tashbisu, is extra. You don't even need that Pasuk. Once I tell you that you're not allowed to have the Chomet seven days, it's obvious that you have to get rid of it for the seven days. Why does the Tayyid have to say it? To burn it. So from this we learn out, Ha'ketzat says Abaye, what's the meaning here? When it says, it does not refer to the first day of Pesach. It refers to a day before. That you have to burn it a day before. Maybe the Chiddush here is that you don't burn the Chomets in the morning of Pesach, the first day of Pesach, but you have to burn it at the night before. Maybe that's the Chiddush. The Sol I would have thought to say, Yomim Ksiv. It says in the Torah, Shivas Yomim. Maybe Yomim is only days, and not, it doesn't include the night before. Yomim in Leilois Loi, and it doesn't include the night before. Kamash Mulana Fila Leilois. And therefore the Torah says, Ach, Bayoy Marishin, going back even to the night before. Maybe that's the Chiddush, but who says it has to be done on Erev Pesach? Says the Gemara, no. For that we don't need a Pasik. Let's just conclude this Indian over here. Abai is a Pshat. For that we don't need a Pasik. We know that you have to get rid of your Chomets from the night before. How do we know? Getting rid of your Chomets is compared to the Isser of eating Chomets. And the Isser of eating Chomets is compared to the Mitzvah of eating Matzah. Where do I see that getting rid of your chametz is, com- is compared to the Isar of eating the chametz? And right afterwards it says, So not having chametz and not eating chametz go hand in hand at the same time. Where do I see that the Isar of eating chametz is compared to the mitzvah of eating matzah that it's the same time? And then it says, So it puts it together. When's the mitzvah of eating matzah? The mitzvah of eating matzah, of course, is the first night of Pesach. So therefore, I know that the mitzvah of eating matzah is the first night of Pesach. The Isra of eating chametz starts then. And the Shivas Yomim, that you're not allowed to have any chametz, also starts already from at night. So when the Torah writes, It's coming to tell you that you have to get rid of your chametz from a day before. 
says the Gemara of Eimel Arabis Leil Yudalit. If the Torah is saying you have to get rid of it a day before, so maybe that means from the night of Yudalit. How do you know it's the middle of the day of Erev Pesach? Ve'emel Arabis Leil Yudalit Lebir. Says the Gemara, no, by Yom Ksiv. It says, Ach, by Yom Rishon Tashbisu. So that's the day of Erev Pesach. Ve'emel Mitzafra, but maybe from the morning. So the Gemara says, no. Ach, Cholak. When it says, Ach, by Yom Rishon Tashbisu, Ach divides the day and says that the time to burn the chametz is in the middle of the day on Erev Pesach. This is a biased source for this Indian, that you get rid of the chametz Erev Pesach.